You ready, Captain? Take two. Let's go. All right. So I want you to say, G'day, everyone, and welcome to the Interchange Podcast. Thank you, big fella. Appreciate you helping with the intro today. So, welcome to the interchange. Uh, English. Welcome to the interchange. I think he did a better job than me. Welcome to the interchange podcast, and thank you for joining me again, your host Ben Lowe, and also my beautiful son William for our solo episode. Or well, technically a duo today. But before we go any further, I do have a very small favor to ask, and that is if you have been enjoying stay apart, man, you got you got to sit for yourself. I'm not going to hold you. There we go. If you have been enjoying the podcast, even just the smallest bit. Please, if you can do me a very small favor and go and share this with just one of your friends and also go and hit that subscribe button because as you know, the more eyes and ears we can get on the podcast, the bigger and better guests I can bring for you guys and in turn, the more value I'm going to be able to deliver. You have to keep this back here because otherwise the camera is going to focus on it and then it's going to take our beautiful faces out of it, okay? So Mr. Croc has to stay back here. Is that all good? You can keep him up there like that. That's cool. But don't put him out in front. All right? Deal? Yeah. Awesome. High five. Boom. All right. Well, guys, today uh, I'm joined by my beautiful son, and I thought that I'd bring him on because the topic of today's podcast is literally around what we can learn from our children. So, in previous podcasts that I've done, you've probably already hear, heard uh, heard me. You've probably heard me speak about the changes that I made because of my son and how he literally changed my life. But the thing is, he didn't actually just change my life; he completely saved me twice by um, by a um, by matter of fact. So. First time was when I was really heavy on the drugs. Um, I was selling lots of ice. I was in a really shitty environment. And before he was even born, I knew that I had to do something more and become a better human. Um, so that was my reason for pulling away from that whole situation and um, becoming the man that I am today, trying to become a better role model and be someone that he can be proud of, which I hope that he is. Uh, the second time was when I was doing my solo pod podcast, my solo skydiving course. And for anyone that's seen the video, I'll actually maybe play a little reel of it in this podcast. Um, I went to pull my hacky. It was on my sixth jump. And your hacky is the thing that you throw, which then deploys your big parachute, right? It's a little thing that pulls a little bag out. And the little bag sort of pulls the big bag out. And the big bag's your parachute, right? For lack of a better way of putting it or describing it. So I went to throw the thing. I couldn't reach it or I reached too far. And I uh, wigged out a little bit, panicked, ended up swimming in the air. And I was falling out of the sky till about seven seconds from hitting the ground. So about 1,300 or 1,700 feet, I think it was. So um, when you're falling flat, you're falling uh, at about 200 kilometers an hour when you reach, reach terminal velocity. But I was curled up in a ball, falling like a dead cockroach with my arms out in front, with my back facing towards the ground. And at this point in time, I was waiting for my emergency deployment to go off which goes off at, I thought, 2,000 feet, actually goes off at 750, which is what, two or three seconds from hitting the ground, right? If you feel falling at that speed, obviously. So fallen, fallen, fallen. I'd literally given up at this point in time and I was waiting for my emergency to go off. And I started to think to myself, man, this should have gone off by now. I was literally just like, I, I had no body control. I was in full panic mode, stress, fuck cortisol, adrenaline, you name it. It was all coursing through my body. Fallen, fallen, fallen. And I was like, fuck, if I don't find this hacky and pull it and open this parachute, I might never get to see my son again. So with like in a second, I flicked back into concentration mode, found the hacky, pulled it and opened and landed on the drop zone perfectly, which is just fucking wild. Like how that happened and how I actually managed to land on the drop zone and not off is um, still beyond me. My instructor had to land off because he deployed so low waiting to make sure that I had deployed. But anyways, like I said, not talking about that today too much. What I want to talk about is the lessons that we can learn from children. And I think that the best way to learn lessons from children is to just, just to observe their behavior. So I watch my son very regularly. 
Uh, a lot of the time, I like to watch. I'm a bit of a weirdo. I'm sure that you know anyone else here that's a people watcher and has kids does exactly the same thing. But I like to watch him and just watch the way he interacts with people. Watch the way that he interacts with other kids. Watch the way that he interacts with his environment. And it's really peculiar to see because kids are so innocent. They haven't been corrupted by the world yet, if you like. So their 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 minds and their hearts and their, and their love is so pure. And so a massive lesson that I've learned from my son is, and I think this is something that I already sort of did quite well, but I think this is a great lesson that you guys can probably learn from, from my son and obviously from other kids as well, is if you watch children, right, and you watch how you get angry at them, you shout at them, they get upset, they cry, they suck about something. But five minutes later, they're fucking over it. And it's never spoken about again. They're back to loving you. They're back to giving you all the cuddles. They're back to giving you everything that you need. Hey, hello. Sorry for interrupting your podcast, but I just wanted to quickly jump on and tell you about the must-have personal development tool for 2023. And it's called the Happier, Healthier You Journal. So I'll take you back to about six years ago. I'd just gotten out of jail for the last time and was starting my journey of personal development and growth. There was heaps of gurus, heaps of information available, but so much so that it became confusing. So I came up with the Happier, Healthier You Journal to help you to navigate what can be an absolute minefield. From the very get-go, you open the page and it'll challenge you to dive deep with self-assessments, daily activities, and check-ins to figure out exactly where you're at, where you'd like to be. And then from there, the journal becomes the tool to help you to bridge that gap. So to get your hands on this, click on the link below and don't forget to use Interchange 10 at checkout for a cheeky 10% off. I'll see you back over on the episode. So why is it as adults that we have a little disagreement with someone and we fucking hold on to the grudge? All of a sudden, we have this burning desire to just get this person back for whatever it is. Let's just say that you know someone slept with your boyfriend or someone slept with your girlfriend. Fuck yeah, that's something that would really piss you off. It will really consume you for a second. But hey, look at the situation for what it is. That's obviously not the person for you because, I mean, it takes two to tango. Yeah, don't hold a grudge about against anyone. Let that shit go. And I mean, I saw my mum go through this when my dad uh, left her. He was unfaithful for a long time before they were split up. And look, the thing is, I don't hold that against him anymore. At the time, I fucking hated him for it because he split our family up. But there was probably other things going on there behind the scenes that I didn't really understand or didn't know about. And I don't think I'll ever get the full truth of that because obviously it's like, you know, his side, her side, and the truth. But I feel like my mum is still holding on to that and has an absolute hatred for men, which has then completely changed the trajectory of how her life has played out because she hasn't opened herself up for love again. This is 20-something years ago that they, they split up, even longer maybe, I think. Probably, yeah, 20 years ago, they would have split up. And she still holds on to that hate towards him, obviously, and also I feel like to a certain degree towards men in general. And I've had conversations with her about, you know, trying to you know find someone to, to, to keep her happy. I don't need someone to keep me happy. I don't need a man to take everything of mine again. I don't need this. I don't need that. And it's just so sad to see because that is something that completely consumes her. And so I look at that and I see her the way that she is. And I modeled myself to be nothing like that because the way that I see that is that she's holding on to things from the past, which are then stopping her from becoming her best self. Because the longer that you hold on to these things, the more they're going to eat away at you. And the other person isn't even fucking thinking about that. Let's just say, for instance, that someone did sleep with your boyfriend. That other person, they're not fucking even thinking about you anymore. They're done. They, 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 there was no consideration to you in the first place. You know what I mean? So why is it that you're letting them live rent-free in your head? 
and actually changing your life for it. Because whatever you focus on is what you become. If you're focusing on the negative things, if you're focusing on the things you don't have, if you're focusing on the, the people that have let you down and all these things that you're trying to do to get back at someone, it's going to fucking consume you and absolutely take over your life and stop you from potentially moving forward and having a good relationship with another human being. And the problem is as well that once you do hold on to something like that, you take that emotional baggage. And if you imagine the emotional baggage, right? You're walking around with this uh, metaphorical backpack on and your, your backpack's full of, I think Dora the Explorer, she's got all sorts of bits and pieces in her backpack, right? Well, you've got all the ex experiences, all the previous traumas, all the people that have let you down, all the stories that you're holding on to about yourself and about other people that might not necessarily be true. And you're carrying that around into every relationship and every interaction that you have with other human beings. So why not just let it go? Why not channel five-year-old William for a second and just learn to let go of these things that don't serve you any longer? I get it. It fucking hurts. But that's a natural part of life. And holding on to that anger and hatred is just going to actually delay the, uh, the ability to get over it rather than actually allowing you to, to move forward past it. So that's a, a massive lesson that I learned from my son. You see these kids playing in the park and a kid will throw a rock at their head. They cry for a minute and they're over it. And then they're like, oh, he hurt me. And, and you, you just literally say to them, look, it's okay. I'm sure I didn't mean it, even though you might have meant it 100%. And the kids are over it and they're back playing in the park in three seconds. Why is it that we can't do that? Why is it that we as adults hold on to these things? And the, the thing is, I can't actually answer that question for you. Because somewhere along the lines, we lost ourselves. We lost that inner child. We lost our ability to just let things go. And there's a real power in that. There is a real power in having the ability to let things in, feel them, and let them go and not think about them again. And when it comes to your emotions and obviously negative emotions, this is what we need to do. See, most of us, when something like that would happen, would go to drugs, we'd go to alcohol, we'd go to, you know gambling or whatever whatever the device is that you've always used to make yourself feel good. But kids, they haven't got any of those things. These are things that we picked up as coping mechanisms, right? These are things that kids have, you know, that, that, sorry, that we've picked up after becoming a child, you know, after a traumatic event, after hanging around the wrong kinds of people. But if we can channel the child, the inner child, because this is the thing, every single one of us has a little wounded child inside of us, unless you've done the work, you've, unless you've done the inner child work and healed that part of you. And unless you were born in a test tube at the age of 25 and didn't have a childhood, every single one of us on the face of this earth has trauma and triggers and wounds. And generally, those things there are going to dictate the way that we react in certain situations. So back to the, the situation I was talking about, let's just say that someone has cheated on you. And like I said, they not, they're not even thinking about you. They weren't thinking about you in the first place. They were just thinking about themselves as selfish cunts, <laughs> right? And look, I've been there. I've been on the both end of, end of both of those. And I can tell you right now, it was just, yeah, drugs, alcohol fueled moment. And you, you're left feeling like shit afterwards. But the other person, if they're able to let that go and move forward, the only person that's really hurting is the person that's done the act. Whereas if the person that's had the act done to them keeps holding on to it as well, well, it's going to consume their life. It's going to stop them from being able to move forward. And I can tell you right now that there was a massive blockage for me in relationships for a very long time from both sides of that, from being one that's been cheated on and also being the cheater. There was massive blockages. And that was because I wasn't willing to sit and do the work. 
I was holding on to those things. I was numbing. I was avoiding. I wasn't channeling my inner, inner William. I didn't have my inner William there. But he's really taught me to look at the situation, feel the situation, feel the emotions, let them in, and then just let them pass. Because if we can do that, well, number one, there's not going to be anyone living rent-free in your head that you don't want there. And number two, it's going to help you to start to become that best version of yourself and move forward and grow. Because these sorts of things are something that are really going to stunt your growth. So guys, the biggest takeaway from this today is channel your inner, child, uh, channel your inner William. And when things happen to you that are not desirable, don't hold on to them because they will keep you stuck. Learn to let go and learn to be free. Because at the end of the day, your mind can be your paradise or your prison. But the choice is yours. Just let the choice to be happy is completely on you. It's a mindset. It's not an action. It's not something that you need to buy. Happiness in your life is a choice. I probably should do a little uh, outro, shouldn't I? I just went to walk away from that. It was like a mic drop moment, I felt. But thanks, guys. Appreciate you joining me. Um, If there's anything that you guys would like me to talk about on this podcast, please feel free to shoot me a message, send me a smoke signal, a carrier pigeon, whatever you have to do. But if there's any topics that you'd like me to cover, I will do that to the best of my ability because I'd rather be giving you all what you want to hear rather than the shit that I want to talk about because there's a lot of shit I want to talk about. And it comes to me like that. I have these little downloads and I was like, yep, that'll make a great podcast episode. I've got a little list in my phone. But I'd rather add your guys' um, requests to the top of that list and talk about those as opposed to just talking about the things that I want to talk about. So I'm giving you guys as much value as possible. So feel free, like I said, to shoot me a message, leave me a comment, um, message me on Instagram, uh, all that sort of stuff. And also, just quickly, this is the first podcast I've done solo for the year. Um, I do have availability that is opened up in my group coaching, which is called The Conscious Community. So to give you a little bit of a rundown, The Conscious Community is built for a group of like-minded people who are looking uh, to fast-track their personal growth and obviously are focused on self-betterment. So each month, we cover a different topic in depth to help them to overcome whatever it is they're struggling with. And most of these people have not got the best histories. They're, they're the same as I am. They've either you know, struggled with drugs and alcohol, struggled with self-worth, struggled with habits. But the thing is, at the end of the day, by being a part of a community like this, it's going to allow you and help you to start to grow a lot quicker because it's not just you keeping yourself accountable, but this amazing group of people who have probably been where you are right now, if not, are still there. And you've got other people around you who have also done that journey as well. So this is going to help you to grow because you've got that accountability of the group, but also accountability to yourself. Uh, So if you'd like to find out more about the Conscious Community, please shoot me a message. I'd love to have a chat with you. Um, Get in contact with me. My Instagram is Interchange Coaching if you didn't know where it was already. But otherwise, I'll see you guys on the next episode.